All right, we're back in it. Long play listening party. Howie here, whole crew, Nate, Royce, and Effie Curry. Who's a wonderful record, Curve My Enthusiasm. We'll be listening to the second half of. If you missed the first half, jump back a week and uh, catch up. It's an excellent record. And uh, Nate, why don't you just go ahead and, and, and fire it up? Uh, plenty of great music to listen to. Oops. Uh, that's not the that's that's the first part. Side one. No, give us side two. No, we don't want to listen to the first side again. I mean, we. I would. We do. We will later. Not, for the that's show, not the we point. Want to listen to side two. Your, your, your episode became three weeks. <laughs> right. I'm, woo, I'm special. I got three that's, weeks. That's not, that's not the point of this right now. My next album might need one. I might, I might do a dual album. <laughs> I vote right. in favor of the double album. Yeah. See, Four. we're on the stage. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. second that. I'll second that emotion. Nice. Live band again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this definitely. Take a sip of the finest Love this wine shit. after being done. Take a hit of that blue dream. This that can be green. There we go. <laughs> Trying to set the mood. Baby, play that groove. Where's my head of you? I'm already high. I wanna get higher, 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 higher. Off of you. Off of you. Yeah, I can see this being, I can see this coming across real nice on a tiny desk. Mm-hmm. Off of you. So what's the story behind this song? <laughs> Man, the song. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait a minute, hold on. No, um, yeah, this, like, this song. I mean, it is, it is what it is. I mean, you can hear it. it's just about you know that being with that special person who you know it's like the vibes is just right. You know, I, I say in the verse later, like a little red, a little green, a little of your love. So it's just one of those perfect nights out with the person that makes you feel high you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. without without so whatever your vice is this song is for you know everybody says this is their favorite smoker song for me <laughs> you know for obvious reasons you know take a little you know this is a, a vibey track but yeah that's all it is i just thought about a good time i'm gonna call you poppy i could be your senorita i really want you now might even say i need you don't take I love the guitar. It gives me a little bit of a, a Maxwell vibe. I'm a huge Maxwell fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. The song inspires everything. It's super inspiring. That's funny. 
because I I was thinking more like Erica Badu. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, yeah. I, mean, I, I get that a lot. I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. For real. I, I'm not surprised. You said you hear that a lot? Yeah, I get that. I get a lot of Lauren Hill vibes. Uh, a lot of people give you that. Those are all good good names to be associated yeah, with. Yeah, I, well, yeah, I'm I would not. Mad at that. Yeah. Like, people get mad when they get compared to artists. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, someone thought I was Erica Badu-ish? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. All day. Yeah. So that was higher. So hopefully got a little higher off of the higher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tim killed that guitar on this. He's just being on. He was on the bass? Uh, Tim as well. Oh, okay. Okay, man. What's up, Tim? <laughs> Seriously, he's a you know I'm super blessed. What's up, Tim? Him, you know, my producer, he's a he's a he's a prodigy. Like he's yeah. yeah. He told me he used to play guitar for like 12, 13 hours a day when he wow. since he was like twelve years old. So crazy. Yeah, that might do it. This is that song that I had been that listening might, to. That might work out. Marvin Gaye, Marvin okay. Gaye, and Al Green all day. I just wanted like to bring back simplicity in songs. So did you request a track like this? Or is, is this a track that just showed up for you? No, this was in a, a bunch of beats they had, some loops they had given me. Oh, wow, okay. And it was like a t- 10 or 15 second loop that I had. And I had just, I was dry. A lot of my songs at that time too were written. I, I like to drive and write. Like I'll just play a beat or whatever. If, I, if it's a beat, I like to drive and play in the car. And I had been listening to a lot of Marvin Gaye, Al Green, and I was like, I really want a song that's like a sweet love song like that's really simple. The words aren't overthought, because if you listen to a lot of those older records, like they're saying some really simple lines. I feel like people overthink songwriting sometimes. Yeah. It's like, it's more how you sing it, you know? So it's like that feel. So uh, I heard this loop and I was like, we need this. We need this is the track for this. And, I wrote it just like that. Went in the studio, sang it that night. It, it has a. That's funny that those are your inspirations because it has like an MJ vibe. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, a lot of people say that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. that I wrote it to Michael Jackson, but like that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no, man, that's a good compare. That's a good comparison. And like, man, I mean, is that off the wall? Record? I mean, if it's your influence, that's your influence, and like. You know, human nature is one of my favorite songs ever. Oh man! Uh, Life. So, if I could ever write something close to that, you know. Oh yeah. (laughs) Just even melodically, I I I can't imagine. I mean, you you write something like this, and yeah, I'm I'm, you know I'm not thinking. First, I mean, I agree with you, but I'm not thinking. You know, this is Michael Jackson pop, man. Like. Like when Royce brings it up, I'm like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> but like, like I it's not, I, it's not. It's, no, I, I know that's not what you were saying. No, I'm not that. I know that you're what you're saying. But when you pointed out that you know how 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 uh, you kind of heard that, like I was like, oh yeah. 
But I mean, that's 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 always a good thing, man. It's always good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always take it. Like, thank you. Like that's never gonna be a diss to me that I remind you of one of the greatest artists of all time. <laughs> oh darn. Yeah, for sure. There's just there's just little touch points, little yeah. uh, references to artists we all love. So. Yeah, and it's always cool to me too that I get like you know it's. My voice is very uh, different, even my speaking voice, you know, and especially, and especially my singing voice. You know, I've had some people listen to this record and didn't know, like, I was a woman. Like, that, that, that's like no, that, that's, and like, first, for some people, if you're insecure, that might be weird, but that's, to me, it makes it cooler. Like, someone could listen to this, to one track from this, and not know who it's for, what it's for, to be for anybody or everybody. So that's, that yeah. works in my, in my favor, you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I love that. You know, I don't, I don't, that doesn't weird me out. Someone, someone did tell me they listened to my album and then they met me and they were like, I thought you were tall. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, yes, I give off tall energy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm cool with whatever vibe you get from the album. As long as you felt good listening to my album. I don't care what right, you think I right, am. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you feel tall. Yeah, they're like, I thought you were tall. I'm like, oh, damn. I'm only 5'4 on a good day. You sing but tall. I'm, but I'm glad my music is tall. I sing tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put that shit on a t-shirt. <laughs> right? For real. Yeah, it's like, like, for real, that's amazing. So. Someday. <laughs> Some days it doesn't make sense. It's loud and clear. This one, this is very Michael Jackson to me, like a '80s Michael Jackson. It's part of the plan, cause you could run from the pain, but that won't stop the rain. Please don't fall for the game. Someday, oh someday. Cause you could run from the pain, but that won't stop. This is featuring uh, Joe Black. Mm-hmm. Who's, uh, oh, man, he's kind of the man. Some days you say that's just life. Some days are different. I mean, he, you know. Someday. He's, he's, oh, he's got some uh, clout and some reputation. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. How, um, how, how how did you meet him? How did that relationship uh, develop? Um, he actually saw me perform I, when I first hit the Kansas City music scene. I didn't know anybody, so I thought I'm gonna go old school on this. I'm just gonna hit up every open mic in the city possible. Um, yeah. yeah. So he saw me perform at the Juke House on in the Jazz District at 18th and Vine for Soul Sessions. Um, and invited me out to one of his events to sing um, at an open mic and then our uh, relationship formed from there we uh, just he was looking for artists people writers to work with specifically we weren't even making an album for me it wasn't even a purposeful thing it just kind of came up that way Um, and uh, that's how this album came about and that's how uh, his latest album as well came about cool so is he did he uh kind of become sort of a mentor to you? Yeah, I would say uh, for sure. Like, I mean, that was, you know, 
uh, like striking gold almost, you know, for the first. For real. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the first person to. Um, um, to, t- to, to, like, take you under their wing or something? Yeah. Yeah. Some days are days and nights. Some days. Yeah, that was the first person that kind of took me under, and uh, him and Tim, you know, it really helped form the the artist that I am now. Was you know, people will tell you just five years ago, the person you see uh, performing on stage is not is not the Effie you see you knew back then. You know, I was very shy. And, you know, the idea of like getting on a stage and holding a microphone in front of a bunch of people would have terrified me five years ago. And now I do it without even thinking twice. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's a lot of that comes from uh, the confidence that, you know, they, they instilled in me to just go for it and be myself and that being myself is enough. Do you, do you remember specifically kind of any, any milestones in that development? Because that's a big change. Yeah, um, one of the one of the biggest moments for me that I uh, when I said, "Wow, this is different," was I was invited to be the headliner for the Pride Fest um, this this last year, and that was my biggest crowd yet. You know, I saw that crowd build from the daytime to the nighttime, and I got on that stage, and my keys the keys weren't working, um, and that was a, a big deal. So I only had drums and a bass. And on top of that, none of the tracks that I brought with me were working uh, for the DJ. So it was like this, this, this is this is a makeover. I was, you know, backstage. You know, they were trying to push the show forward. You know, trying to do everything to help make me happen, make it happen, and make it work. And at some point, it was like, you know, I have to go on. <laughs> and uh, I, I went out, and it was just one of those moments where one, it was wild to see that many people start singing along to my song. The first song I sang along to, Higher, and I heard people singing it from the beginning. You know, that, you know I have video of like, you know, a crowd, I'm talking about a crowd from way back, like huge in this park, singing my songs. And I, up there, I felt I felt so good. I felt natural, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, as right. soon as I got started, I didn't even care that I didn't have keys. And to be honest, the audience didn't even care. We just vibed yeah. all the tracks that I did. And that was the one moment where I was like, this is, I'm supposed to do this. Like, this, this yeah. is what I, this is what I want to do. And not just because it felt good to have people sing my songs, but because I was like, that was one of the moments I had to trust that my artistry was enough and that I, you know, that even if I didn't, if I had to go out there and do it a cappella, I was gonna have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that in that moment, and then seeing that that big of a crowd, and that I didn't, I still get nervous. You should always get nervous. If you stop sure. getting nervous, you, you've gotten way too above yourself. But I yeah. felt it felt so natural, just kind of navigating and moving up there, and I felt like, I, oh wow, I found my place on the stage. So that that was a huge milestone for me, and I got to celebrate that moment with my team, and which was amazing. Uh, and I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget that day ever, for sure. Hoping to create moments like that. Yeah. After that, you can do anything. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. 
Yeah, that was so I bet the first time here, I got playing with keys after that, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so grateful for the keys player. Thank you. No, but no, shout out to the, the, the person playing, uh, Mizio, and Brian, who was on the bass, who, like, made, they, you know, they helped me set, make me sound cool. I always say the right, band, right. you know, I'm nothing without a good band, and they, they, they rocked it too. I was like, I don't know how we're doing this, but it's happening. <laughs> it's going down. Yeah. That is what, yeah, yeah. By nature, you gonna like it, just don't end up sorry. Don't catch yourself rushing out here, worry about glory. Mommy, this, this is a song, I, there's a little clip after this, or before this, where my aunt is speaking, and she had actually passed away during the, the making of this album. So this, this, this is for her. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. She uh, she was all about uh, you know making art with what you have. You know what I'm saying? She made yeah. crafted. You know, she her her medium was more like you know physical art. Like she you know made things out of whatever she had in her home, plastic spoons, you know all that. But it would all turn out beautiful. And it was uh, that was what the this project was too was me coming out of this space of like you know I'm working two jobs to get studio time, but. I'm gonna make an album by any means necessary, you know, within my moral compass, of course. But like, yeah. you know, yeah. it was, you know, she was definitely the the passion behind this album of like, you always have everything you need. You know what I'm saying? And always, always, always to make that dream happen. That was that um, that short interview with Dreams. Yeah, that's her talking. Yeah. That's when that was okay. shortly before she had passed. She had, you know, I'm from I'm from the Bronx, New York. That's where I grew up, and she was still living in the Bronx at the time uh, that she passed. And she had been living in the same apartment for decades. And they finally, finally redid her kitchen. Like that was her play. Like finally, and so she finally got to see her dream kitchen. That was that moment they recorded yeah. it. And so it was. She okay. loved her simple things in life. So that was. I had. I'm glad I had that moment. Yeah, that's dope. I like that. I've been cool. I was wondering what 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 the story was behind that one. Yeah. Say you wanna pop all them tags Say you wanna spend all them bags But I'll bank on these raps I'm cool on it Nah, I've been cool on it, honestly yeah. I just want your company This is the one with Dom Crum- Chronicle Dom Crum- Yeah, yeah, yeah He's super dope Artist out here So let's ride as soon as I wrote this, I knew I needed him on there. Word. I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying? Well, I was just going to say, uh, I guess I already used Steady P uh, recommended we reach out to Dom to uh, even get him on the show. So we've got the next several booked, but um, uh, we're hoping to connect with Dom at some point. You know, he's super dope. I'm hoping to work with him again soon. With an abundance mindset, baby girl, roll that weed up. Hit my line, we gon' meet up. Yeah. 
Yeah, we gonna meet up. Hey, it's a nice fit that uh, right now, need part is kind of melodic. Um, so that's a nice song. fit with what you're doing, and you know, sometimes you kind of live in that middle space too. Mm -hmm. um, mm. That fits right in real nice. Yeah. Yeah, your yeah, yeah, your voice. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> How do you, uh, I'm gonna have to hit you up on a couple days. Ready to perform. <laughs> what happened? After, you know, a long day's work. Um, do you have any, do you have any tips or tricks or secrets for, uh, keeping the voice healthy and ready to, to spin <laughs> in the studio? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you would think, you, I want to hear myself doing something disciplined. <laughs> like, a lot of these songs were me, like, I had just smoked or something. <laughs> yeah. which is not healthy at all for your voice so, <laughs> so it's like I can't even stay like what well, weed of course we're just talking about weed but um yeah I mean I'm, I, now I'm learning as an artist and having to take care of my voice to do certain things but honestly I think that kind of lent itself to my voice too is like it is very it can be imperfect it can be sometimes pitchy it has a rasp to it, you know. It's, I've always had this deeper voice since I was a little girl, um, but uh, it's just there. There was no trick. It was like to me, it was like what note could come out today. <laughs> no, I, it's, I mean it, it's it's very clear. You can sing, uh, you can sing, you can hit notes. Yeah, you know, sure. you know what you're doing. This one, but, I get some higher uh, no, notes. I, I feel like I got some notes on this song right here. <laughs> but I'm feeling that like just smoke, raspy kind of like. Yeah. Uh, I like that vibe. That's yeah. what I was like, I might need to hit you up on a couple things. <laughs> Let me know. R R Royce, Royce and I got a couple things we, we you know, we, we work up. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. Just let me know. Hell yeah. It definitely lends character to your stories, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Mm -hmm. You won't waste my time. Even if I'm working late nights Cause you're the one that understands That I don't always want a man But sometimes I just want you there So tell me how this How the lyrics for this went down Um, I was having a conversation with people About like women shooting their shot And like at the time in my life I was being very bold <laughs> and I, F. Curry was shooting a lot of shots. <laughs> were they all threes? Were they all threes? No. <laughs> Did they all go in? No. Some of them went in, and then I was like, I regretted taking the shot. I was like, oh my god, that is not a good shot to take. But no, um, that's, that's what it was. I wanted it to be a track about like, there's so many, you know, tracks about you know women either turning down men or like men going after women and you know I wanted there to be a track to be about women like you know kind of approaching dating sometimes the way guys are you know just super laid back and chill about it let me let's have a good time let me take you out have a good time um not trying to you know you know make you my husband tomorrow you know i'm in the studio late at night that's that's another reason this song is talking about i need to i need somebody that can understand that 
I might be in the studio till 4 a.m. and not many guys. I gotta do me. Yeah. Understand my life, you know, when it comes to dating. They're like, you're where all the time? Yeah. <laughs> on top of that. No, I, I think that can be universal. That can yeah. be universally applied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very common. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna skirt that. I'm gonna skirt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll be looking too slick. Ain't too many fellas that Effie been cool with. We could get our shine on. Faded till we so gone. If I'm drunk, I really love that. Like, like, I listened to this record and I was like, that's right. You can just like have fun in the studio. Yeah. Like, I forgot you could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Music like has become so transactional lately. Like, I remember when I first started trying to, like, I would reach out to a bunch of artists, you know, when I was uh, just, just starting. And it would always be yeah. like, you know, send me an email with beats. And then I'm like, does no one want to get together in the studio and vibe out anymore? Like, is right. that not a thing? Like, why don't how can I get a vibe through an email? I'm not gonna meet you at your grandma's basement. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, you'd be surprised how many guys are like don't wanna meet me at the studio. I'm like, relax, I'm not gonna have you rap on the first day. <laughs> it's okay, I won't make you freestyle. Just don't make me do it either. <laughs> or sing for you. Please don't ask me to sing for you. <laughs> yeah. Is the outro, Nate? Yeah. That, that is the outro, right? That, yeah. had that, that had that early 90s R&B kind of yeah. vibe to it, you know what I mean? Like yeah, Ralph Presvan or somebody talking to me on a track, yeah. you know? Yeah, I want I like that, that. That People always tell me I have a good voice for radio and stuff like that, so I wanted to... I wanted that that touch of there, that nostalgia of like, you know, old school late night radio you listening to. It's like you are now tuned into, you know, like Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like have those vibes. Um but also are you guys familiar with the show New York Undercover? Like do you remember oh, that show? Hell yes. Okay, yeah. So like <laughs> Yeah, so they used to perform at this nightclub called Natalie's. They were performed by a singer, like so like a lot of this album, like I thought of like, okay, what if I was performing, you know, at a night at Natalie's and it was the Effie vibe. So I definitely wanted to, I have a lot of that 90s, uh, early 2000s New York uh, feel as, I mean, cause that's my hometown interjected into that. And that's where I imagined this album being performed was at this, you know, seedy nightclub in New York City where lights are low and I'm dressed in all black, like my usual self. And I'm singing this yeah. album. And that's what came up. <laughs> wow. So now I got to go back and watch New York Undercover. Muted. Yep. Listening to this album. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. I love that. Though. I really think the album does a great job of uh, drawing on some of that uh, stuff from the past that we all love. But it doesn't feel it's not a throwback. It doesn't feel like it's. Uh, from the past or anything it feels very fresh and uh and authentic. i love that it has those those elements mixed up together thank yeah. you thank yeah yeah thank you so much i appreciate that 
It was cool listening to it with you guys too. That was fun. Again, I don't listen to myself regularly, especially like once it's out. It's out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I mean, and that's like, um, and that's kind of like why we like doing the show because we also feel like you work on albums with, you know, you can, you work on albums with the band or, or, or with yourself or, or whatever. And after that, you know, you put it out and, and, and it is what it is, but like to have, you know, it's nice to be able to, uh, to kind of talk about it to people, mm-hmm. talk about it with people other than, you know, just when you're making it and, and mm-hmm. maybe like look back on it a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it just feels like that is something that, I mean, I enjoy doing. It feels like uh, that the people that that we've also talked to um, kind of like doing that too. And, um, you know, we also enjoy listening to, to the music. It, it gives us a chance to really listen to, Music because it's hard to, I mean, I, I try to keep uh, on top of like new music coming out, but a lot of times it's just like you hear, you know, maybe a song or two or parts of songs and, and you don't get a chance to sit down and, and really attentively listen. So mm-hmm. these, this, this is the kind of thing that allows us to do that. And so um, to be able to do that with, the artist who made it and to hear your side of the, the story um, is, is I, I appreciate that. So I, I appreciate you coming on and, and being willing to kind of share that, that, that part of it. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that because it definitely gives artists like myself hope who I like to put, you know, a body of work out and know that it's digested that way. You know, if people don't digest albums that way anymore, they just kind of the right. single and they're done. And if they like mm-hmm. it, then they might listen to a track or two. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been in the car with someone who like listens to an album for the first time and puts shuffle on, like, <laughs> who does that? Like, <laughs> right. like, like what? I've, I've seen that done way too more commonly lately. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, you don't want to hit play at the beginning and see how it goes. No, like, so it, this, <laughs> right. this is definitely cool to me to see that people still listen to music in that kind of way where they want to listen to a whole thing, you know, and see what you got to yeah. say. Yeah. And for, I mean, I, I, I for that yeah, yeah, of course, I'm sure sequencing is a thing uh, uh, for oh, a lot yeah. of people. Those but, are nights in the studio uh, you fight on the board of sequencing. That, that's, that's what happened yeah. on my album. <laughs> Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean that, that, but, but the concept of like, uh, uh, a cohesive album sometimes I think, I, 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 there's plenty of people that are doing that, but there's also just seems like the, the, just the, the rat, the, 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 the hamster reel of like, just like, Content, 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 yep, yep, and yep. single, single, singles. Because you don't have the the time to sit down and like mm-hmm. really think about an album and putting something together that yeah. makes sense as, as a as a whole thing. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's a lot yeah, of the advice it, it, I'm getting now. Is like fifty fifty. Of yeah, I've got people giving me advice. You know, to just start churning out more singles because I have so much music. You know, just put it out as singles, and then, but then I'm like, but no, I want it to be part of this 
you know, body of work. But, <laughs> right. You know, either way, you just got to go with what feels good or what's going to mm-hmm. sell the most. I don't know. We'll see where my spirit leads me. <laughs> either way, the music, the music got to be good. That's all I care about before I put it out. Uh, I don't care a single or an album, it all got to be good or you won't hear it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, is, that is that is not a lie. No, yeah. at all. And you can do both. Do both? Yeah, that's true. you can always do both. So That's very true. And that's whatever you true. decide, we're here for it. We're, we're in on Effie Curry. <laughs> uh, listeners, you just heard Curve My Enthusiasm. You can follow Effie um, on Instagram at fcurry, E-F-F-C-U-R-R-Y. Uh, links to all her music in the show notes and of course on our Instagram. Effie, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh-huh. We know thank you've you. had a long day, you've had a long week. Yeah, thank, thank you very much for hanging out. I appreciate you. And we really appreciate you coming yeah. on. Yeah, thank you thank very you, much. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for real. Y'all have a good one. Take care. Yeah, you too. It's been the love party. Yes, yes. Peace.